Hello everyone. Welcome to Position Zero. Stubbornly optimistic about the net zero. Hi everyone. Today we are discussing how change management is critical for companies when they are embarking on the sustainability transformation journey. We are glad to have Rashmi Gogna on this podcast. Rashmi is an experienced business coach dedicated to empowering individuals and organizations to achieve their full potential to drive sustainable growth. She helps organizations integrate environmental and social responsibility into their operations by providing practical solutions and strategies that promote long-term sustainability, profitability and positive societal impact. Hi Rashmi. Hi Mandar. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you today? Good, good. Rashmi, thanks for uh, joining in. Uh, welcome to the Position Zero podcast. Well, the pleasure is all mine. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Great. Uh, Rashmi, uh, sustainable development um, is pretty focused area for many countries uh, obviously on the global agenda it is one of the uh, top trending topic and then it is extremely important uh, for the humanity and for the uh, for the industry uh, to start working on climate change the paris agreement uh, united nations sdgs uh, you know has set the framework or set the strategic goal uh, in front of the world to reduce the global warming keep within 1.5 degrees celsius uh so looking at uh, you know these agendas and 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 the goal uh, that we have we are actually faced with uh, what i call as a twin challenge you know one is protecting the environment and while do that improving and sustaining the good conditions for the people so right. with this twin challenge in mind right um, organizations are uh, going through multiple challenges you know that in their in their journey um, on towards sustainability uh, they need to design develop roll out repurpose their product keeping sustainability in mind so it's a big big change for many companies and you coming from the change management background it would be a great conversation for our audience to listen to your thoughts understand what do you think how organizations can handle this change uh, what are the best practices so uh, we would like to hear from you uh, on this topic yeah sure mandar um you know i mean you were mentioning uh, about the paris agreement and uh, you know where we are uh, regarding the uh, you know the aims and the goals that have been set uh, we are actually 45% behind based on what the companies globally are doing at this point uh, we are still set to increase by 10% in our uh, you know um, gas emissions so we do have a big target ahead and that means uh, you know all of us in every part of the globe need to work you know in a unified manner to 
be able to achieve all the goals that have been set there. So you're very right that, uh, you know, it is about change. It is about doing things differently than what we have been doing so far. And uh, how do we reach there? How do we go there? Um, so, you know, I mean, and, and, and what is the different frameworks? And, and I think more than uh, before, even we go into frameworks of change, it's important to really have um, a sustainability thinking before, mm -hmm. uh, you know, one can even um, adapt to or apply any of the frameworks. And right. um, one of the important things is the, you know, the of, of change is to actually have uh, systems thinking because we think that what we are doing is not impacting the whole world. But, you know, when you really organizations apply this open systems thinking, knowing that, you know, maybe my role is one and your role is one, is it equal to two in terms of impact? But it may not be, right? The impact might be like three if you're mm -hmm. doing things right. So, and if you're doing things wrong, that one and one can even make minus one. Uh, so having an open systems thinking towards change is a, a very, very important step. And uh, to to understand that what you do is not only limited to the impact that in that particular area, it has a much bigger and a much greater impact if you look at the whole picture. So I would say that would be the first aspect of, uh, you know, understanding the impact of uh, your action or any company, any organization for them to understand the impact of their um, their action. And then, of course, right. one can apply so many different, uh, you know, frameworks in tandem. Like no one framework is enough. But what what is essential at this point is to really for organizations and companies to say, OK, we need to take a step back. We need to have a moment of reflection because what we are doing now is not sustainable. And right. if that is the case, then what is it that we need to do? And that cannot happen if it is always going to be business as usual. If every day you're going to get up and do the same thing and the same thing and the same thing and say that you want change, that will not happen. Right. So in your, your, your opinion, Rashmi, um, how organizations should start um, addressing this change management um, with respect to the sustainability transformation? Shall they start from the top-down manner? How do they you know, get people along with them to really change the way they have been working, they have been operating uh, some of the um, you know, various uh, aspects of, of daily operations, my daily work, um, people not necessarily think sustainability uh, inherently. So how do we, how do we, how should organizations begin their journey on adopting this change? So again, I would just come back to this, you know, to the systems thinking and to understanding that to change anything, any process, any output, 
uh, it is not only about, uh, you know, saying that, okay, now we will change our product or I will, we will change the input. One also has to change the thinking behind, uh, you know, sustainable action. So if, if we are looking at the long-term sustainability of different businesses um, and, and uh, say, sustainability of this earth, right, in itself, mm-hmm. um, the, the mindset has to change from all aspects. It could be top-down, that would work. It could be something that the company or um, executives feel strongly as a group. That would work. So it's not like one point of start. I think the idea has to be first acceptance that, yes, there has to be a change. There has to be something that needs to be done differently. And that could come from any level. Sometimes the best ideas come from the middle or from the, you know, from the bottom. Uh, so if, if a company has a culture of where all voices are heard, where all ideas are open, um, that company would definitely be much more ahead in adapting to what the inherent risks might be in the environment. All right. Um, <clears throat> it is also extremely critical for uh, to get a buy-in from various stakeholders, maybe from within the organization, from outside the organization, societies, regulator uh, regulator uh, agencies so yes. um, the change applies to all stakeholders so are there any specific guidance you would like to talk about with respect to engaging uh, these stakeholders uh, most certainly because uh, change will not happen if there's resistance from any part of the system so the first step is how do you um, influence the different stakeholders what is the communication because anything that you make it like um you know like a rule or without the buy-in from the different parties who are affected by by that uh that that will not be sustainable that will not last so really the you know the steps have to be small adaptable steps with complete transparent communication because that's the only way to influence the different parts of the company or the different parts of an organization or even inter-organizational collaborations. Right. So it's essentially an iterative process you're saying where you, you, you know, basically deploy small chunk, of changes, reassess, again, learn from that, redeploy. Is that the process that would work, um, you know, while you're adopting the change? Yeah, I mean, if, if we take anything from uh, biology or if we look at the adaptation that has happened, you know, as we have uh, grown as humanity, any change that has been too drastic has not worked like a like that adaptation cannot survive also if you don't adapt you cannot survive but any adaptation that happens in small bite sizes in a very consistent manner that is mm-hmm. the key to survival and i think companies and organizations are picking on that 
you know, the bio rule that we have of, uh, you know, in, in how we humanity has adapted and has survived. Right. Particularly <clears throat> with respect to sustainability, right, there are, um, you know, there are many things that organizations would need to relook at, re-engineer, redesign, rewire themselves, the way they operate. Yeah. Um, do you believe, you know, how, do you have a sort of, you know, uh, typical barriers that organizations would face uh, during this transformation, during this journey? Um, you know, and how do they come over those barriers? For example, there could be, you know, financial related barriers or, or uh, the culture of the organization uh, that might be a barrier. Uh, so, so what are the barriers you believe uh, organizations may face on their sustainability journey and how do they come over those? So in my opinion, I think the biggest challenge uh, towards sustainability is the vision of how something new and different is going to work. And also the challenges in terms of changing the whole system. Like if a certain um, factory is used to making a certain product, which is high water intensive or uh, needs a lot of power and energy for you know making their products, how do you transition? How do you change to uh, something that could go towards uh, net zero, for example. So, so A is, uh, you know, having the vision. B is to see how to make that vision possible, taking into account very practical issues of, uh, you know, it because these in some industries are very heavy in in you know, in terms of their investment in their uh, manufacturing processes. So how do you transition to something new and different? And and then again, it just comes down to do it slowly, do it one by one, do it bit by bit, because anything too drastic or too big is not going to work. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's A, about uh, having the vision, B, about, uh, you know, seeing the long-term risk of how you're operating and uh, see making changes bit by bit, uh, you know, making it part of your uh, PNL, making it part of your uh, balance sheet. Uh, so any new equipment that is being uh, made, any new process enhancement that is coming up, that, you know, it is keeping in with that vision that you have of going towards uh, net zero. Right. <clears throat> Right, right. Any any tools, any uh, methodologies, any frameworks? You talked about framework briefly in the beginning, and you said there are many. But any things specific that you think would help organizations uh, on their sustainability journey? Um, yeah, so there are many uh, frameworks uh, under like the Lewin's change management model or the Kotler's eight eight step change model. Um, but I really feel like the Bridges uh, transition model, um, which was developed by William Bridge, uh, you know, it, it it is quite complete because it also takes into account the psychological and the emotional aspects of change. Um, any change, you know, has some form of an ending because the way you've been doing mm-hmm. things that has to come to a stop. And that stop does leave to a 
to a period of uh, feeling of loss. It may be just loss in the way you've been just doing things, which is sustainable or not sustainable, but it is a loss. So if if you look at the Bridges transition model, it you know it says that you have to um, be cognizant of say you know the ending. You have to give space to understand that ending, which they call the transitional period, and only then the vision of something new or different that you have started putting in action will slowly and consistently come true. So it recognizes that individual experiences, you know, all individuals experience a period of loss and uncertainty during the transition. And, um, you know, it provides, so the management needs to provide guidance. The the leadership needs to uh, provide guidance on helping the system or the people affected by that system to navigate um, these stages effectively, to hold that that anxiety, to manage that anxiety. Because if if it is done with having cognizance of how each and every change in the system is affecting the people and addressing their anxieties related to that, then the change mm-hmm. is going to be much more successful. And, and that comes to, you know, also how you engage because all stakeholders, right? Because any change creates a bit of anxiety in the system, even if it is for the greater good. Right, right. Um, <clears throat> what kind of capabilities organizations need to build um, uh, to handle such kind of a change and such kind of a transformation? It is, um, I think, first, firstly, to for for organizations, they need to have an idea or uh, an idea of what is the risk to the business. So first, you know, if, even if at this point everything is going smooth, everything is going well, but did we know that? how COVID would affect so many different businesses and organizations. So I think the first step is to have that cognizance of the possible risks that might exist in the business, to be able to predict it, to be able to stay ahead of that uh, change that could suddenly impact an organization. Uh, So I think um, that that, Thought leadership is very important in a in an organization to be able to assess, to be a, mm-hmm. to and yet stay rooted in reality. The second thing is, I think, enhancing communication systems um, because most often the changes fail if there is no buy-in from all a the people who are working within the the organization. Or, or there is no buy-in from you know other stakeholders along the supply chain. So, transparent communication, which is authentic, is uh, something that is very important. And I think companies really need to work actively to enhance that and to enable that. And of course, right. you know 
education training um you know having having uh, correct data to be able to manage uh, what exactly are the risks what is it what are the different steps um that need to be you know put in place but absolutely overall, yeah but overall i would say that uh, you know companies need to acknowledge uh, and not stay in denial of what we all need to do uh, together to reach the aim of net zero uh, to reach the aim of 1.5 degrees right i completely agree with you on the communication side where you know many times um employees are um looking for the information that what my organization is doing on these lines they hear the news they read um in various articles um you know the the uh, actions that other companies are taking so uh, they are very keen to understand what my company is doing on these lines and having that transparent uh communication with with your people as well as other stakeholders is very critical to tell people what is coming and as well as what currently is happening within the organization on these lines true yes uh it yeah go ahead uh, rashmi no i was just no. saying that uh, you know um ev- ev- the need of every human being is to be heard to be listened to and to um you know to have that space that uh, they have been consulted or they have been uh, their thoughts and uh, ideas and feelings have been taken into account so that communication that place that uh, respect and dignity across all you know throughout all the different levels of uh, working is uh, can can really like be transformational for a company to if if they can really you know uh, put it in place all right i'm hearing uh, these days uh, you know a new designation called sustainability change maker <laughs> do you do you believe uh, you know this role uh, plays uh, 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 you know this particular you know uh, role in the organization plays important uh, aspect with, with respect to adopting the change um absolutely i think it's it's uh, great that such a thing such a job description uh, exists now because um you know as uh, organizations are evolving as our work systems are uh, evolving we are seeing different uh, you know the rate of change that's happening in our environment to keep up with that uh if if you are you've been assigned to do a certain task of say like if you're in charge of the finance or if you're in charge of hr you're doing functions related to that you're not really clued in or you're not really thinking about uh the long term sustainability of the business or how is it how is the business going to transition to a newer better model so having a change sustainability change maker in a company um i think allows that company to have a center or a space where somebody is driving that so it doesn't mean that that change maker is doing everything but at least there is a point of um thought 
from a person who is day in and day out thinking about that business about how what are the risks associated in you know uh, in that business how can the business adapt to that uh, change so i think it's a wonderful uh, step forward in uh, different organizations yeah and it emphasizes on the importance uh, of that role as well as you know the the uh, focus the organization is having in in bringing the change absolutely that means that the, the, the organization is really it cares about uh, sustainability it, it cares to see how they can adapt and that's really the first step of uh, sustainability thinking yeah absolutely rashmi it has been really pleasure talking to you uh, i'm confident our audience would find this conversation very insightful so thanks for uh, uh, being there on the on the podcast thank you wonder it has been a pleasure thank you a quick note for our listeners thank you for tuning in to position 0 stubbornly optimistic about the net zero i am your host mandar bhagwat we hope this episode has provided you with valuable insights and inspiration to make the switch to more sustainable lifestyle to learn more about similar inspirational stories from the change makers and the business leaders please visit position0.org